Are you guys good skiers? I hate skiing. I no, despise I grew up, it. I grew you know what this means? It means that we were all probably raised very modestly. You know, my parents didn't take skiing. Yeah. Well, my parents took we they took us skiing when we were little. Really? To learn to learn downhill. Well, you can't go uphill. It's impossible. Um, and what was that, Erickson? What was cross that? country skiing. I, we would cross country. Cross country skiing is not skiing. To teach okay. kids? That's okay. well, that, that's walking. We'd go on skis. trails and stuff. We would in Wisconsin. That's all you had. We're all flat. Cross country skiing. Is, I don't even understand how that's a thing. <laughs> Look, this is my. So when we went, when we were little. My dad, first of all, none of us skied. By the way, we were all going for the very first time. So we were all learning together on the bunny sled. My parents and me and my sister. It's not cute because my dad took out the, you know, they have those orange nettings at the side to, to separate. Yeah, the, he took out yeah. the entire orange netting. And your goes, dad? Yeah, he took out the whole orange netting all the way down the hill. And he goes, <laughs> all right, I'm done. <laughs> and you know what? I could not agree more. It's just awful. I, I My friends would go skiing and they'd invite me. And I went a few times. And every time I went, I went, I'm never doing this again. Because it's not social. You, you don't talk to anyone because you can't. It's freezing. It's it's horribly awkward to move around in the in the in the skis and the boots the boots hurt. And then you you, you wait forever to go into the, the to go up to the ski lift and then you go up yeah. there. And that sounds miserable. I agree. It's miserable and it's I expensive. Agree. On top, you're spending a ton of money to do it to do this miserable activity. We went. My one buddy, his uh, bachelor party was up in. Um, what the hell are those mountains in Montreal? Whatever they are. Yeah, that's where we went because he wanted to go to the, these ski, a skiing uh, a bachelor party. I forgot. Mount Tremblant. Mount, Mount Tremblant. And we went up there, and I literally was there for half a day the first day, and I went, I'll see you guys at the lodge. I can't do this. I went up the ski lift, and my ski fell off while I'm in the top of the ski lift. <laughs> It fell off. It went down to the mountain. Anyway, what am I supposed to do now? How do I get up this lift with one ski? Uh, snowboard. No, I face planted. I basically face planted just to get off the lift. And I went, you know what? I took off the ski and I walked there. And I was done. I'll Jesus. see you guys back at the lodge. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the FTS podcast, Friends Talking Shop. I'm your host, Dave, along with two other hosts that are with me, and glad to be back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus since our last episode. We're in the holiday season, and it's yeah. hard to align our schedules and everything, but we're back with uh, an episode, maybe a uh, maybe a holiday episode. Could this, or should we uh, yeah, it could call be. this the official? All right. Yeah, well, it could be. Welcome to uh, episode number 35, the holiday special of friends talking shop uh let me introduce my other co-hosts that are with me here today as usual uh first i'll reach out to josh who's in philadelphia how are you doing today josh i am doing well things are good and uh based on this holiday episode I, i'll i'll tell you real quick i got remember we talked about christmas cards uh last week and i have uh fortunately convinced my wife not to do it this year so this will be our first year not doing it Wow, which is very exciting. But we did get a card uh, the other day with um, uh, a. They had the kid on on Santa's lap. Now I want to, Omar. This doesn't um, apply to you, but Dave, when your kids were little, did you did your did you take them to the mall and put them on Santa's lap? We did it occasionally. It wasn't like a annual ritual that we did, but we did it at times. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's still it's you know my wife did it a couple times with, with my kids when they were little but it's it's just a, do you realize how many small Santas have criminal records? <laughs> do you know that? Do you have data on this? Yes, yeah, I do. I think I that's do a feeling. That. Are you sure you have that? In fact, there is no law. I looked this up. There's no law that requires background checks for mall Santas. Yeah. None. No law. And that is amazing because it's you know parents today how uh, how concerned they are with everything their kids their kids mm. do. And if they and they just for some reason with mall Santas, here you go, uh, little uh, Betty, uh, plop, uh, assault and battery. You know right, what? Right on this guy's I'm lap. You, I, I'm in Colorado right now. Any breaking and entering, no problem. Go sit I'm on his lap. People and I, I've been asked even last night a few times, what do I do for a living? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna just start going with mall Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. I just love saying that. Well, mall, but you like I told my wife then she's like, well. What do you? They're mall Santas. They're nice people. I'm like, no. Who do you think wants to be? No one wants to be a mall Santa. It's you, you know, either you're old and retired, and that's cool, 
or you have no choice, uh, you know, because you've been shut out of everything else. It's not a, a it's not a, a glorious uh, job, Mall Santa. And I'm sure it doesn't pay that well either. Well, it's and, not an unsafe environment. You're right out in the middle of the mall. Like everyone's staring at you. You've got true pick cameras for evidence if there's a problem. So, like, but let me ask you this: If you knew the guy that was playing Santa uh, spent two years in the slammer for B and E, would you put your kid on his lap? I would. Uh, B and E, I'd do it. Yeah, B and E's fine. <laughs> and B and E's all right. I, there's some crimes I would be. What about armed robbery? Armed robbery? You put him on his on his lap? Um. All right, so it's getting a little bit dicier. Um, yeah, assaults, and thing. now we're getting yeah. There's there's a few crimes that I might steer. There's away a from. lot of mall Santas with really bad felonies. Yeah, not murder, obviously, or they'd be in prison. But still, I mean, it's it's it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, do you think there are any mall Santas that have had like a really successful career and they're retired? They're just you know do, just no doing great, and they just no. want to be a mall Santa. For there might a, be one unicorn <clears> like that. I think they're all be, they're all mall Santas because of poor decisions they made in their life. A hundred percent. Hold on a second. Do you think being a mall Santa in and of itself is a negative experience? If you're actually, do you think yes. it's joyful? Like like teachers no. like teaching little kids. Oh right? my. Yeah. Teach, teaching is different. When you're talking about being a mall Santa, you think of it when you say is it joyful? It might be the first day you do it with the first three, four, five kids. Uh-huh. But these mall Santas are doing it for. An entire month of December, and they're doing it for hours on end. It's not. Yeah. It's the, the, the joyfulness probably goes away real quick. I think and, that's right. Yeah, I think. That, I do, think, you think are, do you think there's like a LeBron James of Mall Santas? No. <laughs> I think there's a Patrick Beverly of Mall Santas, and that's very, most of them. See, I think the problem <laughs> with being a Mall Santa, there's two main reasons why I would stink: kids and parents. Like, I can't imagine yeah. a volume of kids Ugh. and parents' experience would be pleasant at all. Horrible. Uh, and then you got, mm. they're all germ factories, little kids that are on your lap. So these small yeah. Santas must have, you know, life expectancy of six months after Christmas. But it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a horrible gig. And that's why people who are in de- desperate situations are the ones taking it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's amazing that parents still put their kids on the lap of uh, convicted felons. Well, how about this? There are some Santas you can rent. That come to your house and drop yeah. off gifts, right? Different. That's, that's different. Now a B and E uh, charge. I, I guess I don't want that Santa coming. <laughs> no. In that capacity, but sitting on <laughs> a chair in the middle of the mall, a B and E, I'd probably be fine. I have no data on the Santas that you uh, that you have to rent out. Those those uh, Santas, I I don't know what their what their criminal past is. I don't know what the hell Omar is doing. Yeah. He's, are you moving? He's uh, rearranging uh, furniture. He has moved his uh, his camera to his floor. What are you doing? I. <laughs> I, I want to sit next to the fireplace. <laughs> we had like 15 minutes of prep. We, we had here, so much. And you had all that time to do so it. So much you time to for you to, to get comfortable. or anything. Maybe I should have turned the camera off. Distracting. Oh, I'm just no listening way. about the mall Santa thing. And look, I think if I was a really good mall Santa, I could demand a higher pre- higher price. If you could not. Known. You could not. You, you, you think the mall's got the money to burn? Yeah. Uh, there's no negotiation. Yeah. Are you nuts? You're a why would taker. why would they want you, the Pakistani mall Santa, when they can go out and get some other normal uh, milk toast white dude that for half the price? For half the price. Well, that's true. That's yeah. so typical of Omar's uh, belief in his skills. Like mall Santa, me, I'd be the best. I'd be. I think Rufer, I'd, be I'd be the best. The yeah, he's the best. He's the best yeah. at everything. It's no, no, no. I could, I'm very good with children. Like, not like Michael Jackson good, but like I'm very <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're excellent. You, yeah, you're, I, you're, you're, you're missing the point. I don't think there's a really uh, long and arduous uh, interview process here for the Mall Santa. <laughs> you don't think there is? Now, are you a little overweight? Can you, can you, can you fit into this outfit? You're hired. Yeah, right. You're hired. Well, it's more like, here's what we're paying. Do you want it or not? Yeah, yeah that's your right. time. You're, you're fired. Yeah. And, and don't tell me about your record. La, 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 <laughs> my ears. La, la, la. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, that was anyway, uh, Josh. Well. <laughs> well sent to Josh. And our third host uh, and semi-host with uh, who's sitting on his lap is is Omar from Colorado this this episode. How are you doing, Omar? I'm good. Who? Which Which one of us? I'm doing well. Are you guys uh, particularly festive people? Like, do you get festive during the holidays? No. Yeah, David, you probably do, right? <laughs> I, I could see my, David Christmas caroling in his neighborhood. No, it's too cold to do that. Otherwise, uh, uh, I might do that. Yeah, I, I'm festive. I celebrate the season. Yeah. But, so you tree up. 
I have a, yeah, we have two trees up. Two trees. Uh, two yeah, we trees. Have two trees. Wow. Yeah. We are a tree up. By the uh, way, we, we went fake tree. Best move in the world. Best move yeah. in the world. Two fake trees. Tree. Oh, no, I like God. the smell of the tree, though. No, it's, so it's nice. terrible. I hate it's the smell of the it. tree. I don't yes. like it. No, I, I don't. I don't do caroling, though, necessarily. Um, oh, I don't like seeing Christmas lights. I think that really? is, yeah, oh, they, interesting. I, you know, there's a couple here that's like, you gotta, you gotta buy tickets. You gotta sit in your car and get in line. And, and then what you see is just Christmas lights. It's like, I, yeah, we have a place like that too, where you buy tickets and you go and you walk around and you see the, and I'm like, and we went, we went the last year and we're like, okay, it's nice. Like the first 10 minutes, you're like, wow, this looks really nice. And then I, I don't need to see more. It's like, no, it's, it's more it's of the not, same. Right. And then it's my wife tr- goes, we should go back this year. I go, what do you, Why? <laughs> We saw it. What do you think they're going to do differently? See the Santa outlined in lights one more yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't I, need to see that. Right. I mean, look, Avatar is coming out this weekend, oh, and they spent a billion dollars on those special effects. Isn't that crazy? Why are we looking at Christmas right. lights? Like, why are we impressed by that? That's <laughs> that's, that's good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So, do you like the Do you like the music, Dave? Do you listen to a lot of Christmas music? Omar, do you listen to Christmas? Music? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, okay. I think in the context of the whole season and. I think what I like about Christmas is the time off. Really, it's really it's 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 the gifts. It's the time off. The gifts. The gifts are great. But that's what I'm like. Oh, the Christmas music means we have we're getting a week off soon. <laughs> David, wait, David, you're receiving gifts. Yeah. Yes. You you don't receive gifts. No, I hardly ever get anything. Oh, wow, that's sad. That's sad. Do you want us to send you something? No. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want, I'll play back that no. I feel like it's <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah. you have to. You have to admit, though, the music. They start it way too early. They're they're starting it so early that it burns it out for me. Mm. By the time Christmas rolls around, I can't hear Jingle Bells from December first all the way to December twenty third. I, I think those have aged remarkably well. Christmas songs. I'm going to tell you why they have it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it right what? to you. I'm gonna stick it right to you. And it, if Christmas music was so good and you liked it that much, you'd listen year round. But you no, don't. No, I oh, I, I just oh, come on. You no, don't. It's, 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 it's so it's lovely. Meant, I think you're you're onto something that the reason we do like it as much as we do is because it only comes around once a year. It's not all the time. But I don't yeah. think because you like it, then it should be all okay. That's all right. why it's all wrapped up into one. You like Correct. it because it's that's just fair. Associate you have to, although I was at a, uh, where was, I can't remember where I was the other day, but they were, um, oh God, I don't remember, but they're playing Christmas music, right? You know, in the background. Um, and it was, it's, it's, you know, on a loop, it's nonstop. It's not even like a radio station, which has commercials. It's just Christmas music, like in, in digital form. And the person, um, who worked there, I just kept thinking like, wow, this person comes into this store and has to listen to christmas music for whatever the shift is eight nine hour shift every single day wouldn't that drive you any music forget about christmas music and imagine if you just had to listen to just opera every single day for eight hours or the same 30 songs whatever they are pop rock it doesn't matter the same 30 songs over and over and over that would drive you nuts well i can one up one up you on that my son worked at a movie theater and he'd had a, he worked at the concession stand yeah. and like right next to where he stood was uh, an advertisement and they would play trailers oh. and it was three trailers on a loop over oh and over and over. And one of them was like Medea's something or other. I, I don't understand those movies. There's but, a couple of those movies. But it was like, and I would come in and I came in, he's like, this is the, this is the song. And it would be kind of this. And it was just like that for a minute and would play every five minutes for eight hours and he was like ready to oh, like kill it's everyone. torture yeah you know it's why whenever i go to restaurants um or anywhere movie theaters i always try and um engage the, the people who are working there and make them laugh so they have some differentiation some from not any other day <laughs> isn't it yeah. amazing how this all comes back to you and what good you do <laughs> no but this happened to me last week so i went to this restaurant 
and there were these two like you know women working at the front girls working at the front and they couldn't be they couldn't have been less interested in being there and i was trying to be engaging they weren't really i was nothing was hitting hitting you know and then a third uh woman comes over and goes you know your table's ready and i'm like okay great so as i'm going over there actually josh i just finished talking to you as a matter of fact oh yes yeah and I during that call david you, yeah. i went to an atm in new york and got a bunch of money out because i don't want to oh you told yeah that's yeah, right i took yeah. out like i took out I'm on the road for the next three weeks. I took out two, you know, two thousand dollars. That's weird. Half cash in twenty, right? Yeah. So I get to the <laughs> restaurant. The woman comes over to tell me to the table. I'm like, you want to run? I'm gonna give them a tip. So I gave one of them twenty bucks. One of the two girls. Was, <laughs> even that was awkward. I'm walking away, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's no. weird for doing nothing. You just gave I them one, one to the other one too. Like, oh, I'm gonna go back. I should do that. I turn around. I grab another twenty out of my out of my out of the stack. And I realized very quickly, it's not 20s, it's $100 bills. So I'd given the first girl $100. $100. And I'm up, I'm looking at the second girl with a $100 bill in my hand. And I'm like, I have to give this to her. No, you don't. And so I gave it to her. You, what and are so you then doing? I turned, around, I turned around again and I go, you know, I'm going to say something. So I turned around. I go, girls, just so you know, I thought those were twenties. I go, it's it's the holidays. Merry Christmas. It's actually a really funny story. So enjoy your, and you know, but I'm not a I'm not a mobster. You know, I was just trying to tip you guys. Or a creep. <laughs> or a creep. Yeah, exactly. But I will say. And then they said, Oh no, thank you so much. You know, do you need coat check? And you know, by the way, do you want to sit in a booth? And they put wow, me in a really good booth. Booth and coat check. High yeah. roller. Yeah. So it did work. Yeah, yes. it did work. It only Score. cost you two hundred dollars to, to check your coat. Did you get bread before? Although the it was a business, it was a business dinner actually. So it um actually was a good investment. Uh, good deal. All right. <laughs> well, but I will say both of those girls are going to be talking about that part of their day. Of course least, they are. You know, you made their day. Some schmuck gave me hundred dollars. You know, well, funny. versus you giving somebody pound this, cake. I was this you close know? to calling the police. Is that in their story? Yeah, it was. It was awkward. It's amazing how they didn't go. Do you want eighty back? <laughs> <laughs> I got change. You want yeah. change for this? Yeah, that's awesome. They didn't offer All right. that. Well, let's kick off the episode here. We've got uh, Oren's got a short period of time, uh, but just real quick, if uh, our what our podcast is all about is the three of us come together and we talk about a topic that we did not uh, discuss ahead of time, and we uh, riff on it and talk about it and solve problems if it's a problem. Uh, so we will do that next year shortly, but every once in a while we'll, uh, get emails so that, uh, you can ask us a question and we actually got one this week, which I'd like to start off with, uh, tackle that now and then we'll roll in. It rolls into my topic. So I thought we'd just kind of do the whole thing. So how efficient I am. Um, but first of all, just in case you would like to email us just like, uh, this, a fan, a family of fans, I think is, is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, our email address is friends at FTS.media. Friends, maybe that's a good 2023 resolution is to get a new email address. With oh, I disagree. Normal... This, this one's taken off. All right. I mean, friend... we've, gotten, we've gotten ones and ones and ones of emails, so I don't know if we want to disturb that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> ones upon ones. So. All right. Friends at FTS.media, please send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so, uh, let me, we did get an email this week and I think it's uh, a good question. So hopefully you guys are ready to respond to this question, okay. but, but I first got to, um, uh, get into something a little bit before I do this. I won't mention any names, but, um, uh, this, I'll just call him good looking boy. A, all right. Um, <laughs> has requested that for the last show of 2022, each of you share your favorite TV show and movie of the year. It's almost like a Christmas letter wow. without all the stuff that Josh hates. Which ah. I, it's great. But before I get into that and see what your answers are, I just need to address <laughs> oh, our Josh response. Hates. I love that. <laughs> so this was our response uh, back to this listener who so graciously emailed us. Uh, Dear Mrs. Uh, family, uh, the guys generally appreciate your fandom and your enthusiasm for the show. However, they were just featured in a prominent prominent industry publication in short fts is the future of podcasting and dave josh and omar are on the cusp of greatness so you can tell this good looking boy a uh whoever he may be that these guys don't take orders from anyone let alone someone who appears to be fictional and afraid to send an email himself this isn't pbs hour good day ma'am so now a couple of problems i have with you have to say it like this good day (laughs) ma'am yeah all right thank you uh 
first of all, we want emails. Yes. Why yes. are you yelling at the one upon one that emailed us? It's, like, not, it's not me. It was It's management. It's our agent. That was from management? Yeah, okay. from well, FTS management. That's what it says. We've, I, I we've, was, since, we've since fired that individual. That was okay. a horribly uh, um, disgraceful email reply. Well, the second thing is if FTS management <laughs> responds to email, they need to CC the other the other. That's the directors. other problem with this guy. That's the Because <laughs> you can't respond from our email address and we'll not see it. So you have to CC the rest of us. Just that's a housekeeping issue yeah, uh, that we just point. need to get. Good so next anyway. Guy, next guy we hire. <laughs> all right. Well, we've not only are we going to answer this question, we're going to fix our management structure a bit. Uh, favorite movie and TV show of 2022. Um, Omar went off camera, so Josh. Omar, are you, you there? I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> All right, what? Happened? Stop moving around because you're screwing up the Wi-Fi and uh, taking yourself off camera. Okay. All right, what is the question, Dave? So, Josh, favorite TV show, <laughs> favorite movie of the year? Yeah. See, so I saw the email come in. I thought, okay, let me think about this. And so the TV show was pretty easy for me. I'm thinking, okay, there were a lot of good TV shows in 2022. Yeah. So it, the favorite one is tough, but I've narrowed it down to three that I loved in 2022. So Better Call Saul was their final season. It was phenomenal. Absolutely yep. loved it. House of the Dragon, the first season was great. Yep. 2022 show. And then Stranger Things. It's always it's always good. Maybe Stranger Things is a, is a distant second to Saul and, and, and Dragon. But for that, for, for the TV what show. What is House of the Dragon? House of the Dragon is like the prequel to Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm watching. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, God. You never heard of it? Are you living in a hole? <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to watch it. It's very difficult. It's very arduous. Why? Which part? The Game of Thrones? House of Dragons. Why is it arduous? Oh. I th- first did- of all, I thought it was going to be a, a, a Bruce Lee ser- uh, series. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Bruce Lee. He's not but, I just, I don't know. I'm just not into it. It's, it's not. Did you like Game of Thrones? Yes, very much. Then you, didn't you love House of Dragon? Um, after four episodes, hasn't taken quite yet. <laughs> Oh, all right. I I just what about movie, Josh? So this is the problem. I then started to think like, what movies did I love in 2022? And I don't think I've <laughs> I don't think I've seen one movie, like a real movie, in 2022. Yeah. I, I you know and and I started thinking about it. I started to go back like, what did I watch? That was kind of a movie. And most of the stuff I watched that was like in movie form were like long documentaries. Would you so, have a favorite one of those? Yeah, so I mean, I loved um, uh, the John Wayne Gacy tapes. That was really good. I don't right. know if you saw that on Netflix. T- Tinder Swindler. I love that type of stuff. <laughs> that was that was fascinating. These documentaries yeah. are great. The Woodstock '99 documentary. If you haven't seen that, that's yeah, awesome. All the mud. Yep. Yeah, but those. That's it. I could not think. And then so I went and said, okay. I looked on Google and like, what were the best movies in 2022? I've seen none of them. None of them. It was a list of like 50. I've seen none. Yeah, I went actually uh, along those lines as I went on Rotten Tomatoes and got the best movies from ranking and yeah. had to get down to 15 before I saw a movie I even like recognized, much less seen. Yeah, that's true, too. I didn't even know th- these movies existed. Yeah. So um, I th- it's funny because my entertainment is through TV shows. It really yeah. is like and even if I have a night to myself. Yeah. Do I want to watch a movie or something? No, I want to watch TV shows, I, it's so it's so changed. But Omar, how about you? What's your uh, best of twenty two? So I think when it comes to movies, it was um, that movie with um, what was her name, Tilda Swinton, and um, and that very handsome black man. Um, <laughs> He's you know what I'm talking at, about this movie? Well, no. Is there a triangle in the name? It's like a, kind of an artsy movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, oh, 3,000 Years of Longing. That's it. Yeah. Never even that heard was of it. phenomenal. It was a movie where she plays this very like, well-rounded, um, happy, successful woman who happens to fall into a genie bottle. And she rubs it, and just by mistake, and... And uh, Idris Elba is plays the genie. Is this based comes, on a true story? And it comes out of um, and That's he says, you, and he says, you get three wishes. And she's like, I don't want three wishes. I'm very content. He goes, mm. well, until I get three wishes, I'm forever linked to the to the uh, to the lamp. And okay. he walks through right. different t- things historically where he almost got the three and then couldn't get there. 
And then, so anyway, so it was a, just a beautiful movie. Very well. Okay, done. first of all, no one turns down three wishes. So um, you've already lost that's me. Why it, that's why it was so interesting. Nobody turns down three wishes. You can even make altruistic wishes that don't even benefit you, and you, you wouldn't do that. You, you're a real asshole if you turn down three wishes, quite honestly. And it's not even like I want to be the, the wealthiest person in the world or I want to be famous. Even if you said I want to solve homelessness, that's a wish that you should make if you don't even really want anything for yourself. Hmm. Mm. You know this the, movie uh, angers me. I've never even seen it. Do you know the right. wish loophole? No. Uh, wish for more wishes. It wish, uh, just, I, I wish that every time I wish for something, it comes true. That's the... Oh, that's, that's better that's than the, wish uh, for more wishes. Yeah. I read a short story one time about, like, I think it's a genie or Satan came up to someone and said, you get one wish, but it can't be that one. Like, it can't be yeah. more wishes or it's got to yeah. be legit. Like, they pointed out that they covered the loophole. But if you just get three wishes without any... Disclaimer. Go yeah, with that's, that route. That's I want to wish for. everything. Yeah. Yep. All yeah. my wishes come true. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think that those are all those. Are, they've already thought about that. You can't do that when you make wishes. They, that's like, you know what I mean? Like, who's like, they? Who's, who's they thought it? There's, <laughs> is there a regulatory uh, agency that we don't know about about <laughs> wishes? Genie wishes? The SEC. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. No, but they have enough instances where they're like, hey, that's not allowed. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> What about TV show, Omar? Um, for for TV shows, um, I really enjoyed one that I watched recently called Wednesday. Did you guys watch that? No, From the I've Adams heard Family spinoff thing. Yeah, yeah, I and I, I never even watched the Adams Family. You know, I never could never get into it. But oh, interesting. It was I was always, I was always a Munsters guy over the Adams Family. I love the Munsters, not so much the Adams Family. Hmm. Yeah, it was too. it was a show about. Um, it's just about the uh, um, about the daughter Wednesday, Wednesday and yeah. she goes to school. This like kind of Harry Potter esque school, but her personality and her demeanor is just phenomenal. She's incredibly dry and droll and and what's the word macabre, 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 macabre. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, we could yeah. all be wrong. Yeah, so, yeah. I think it's <laughs> that's I, what the email's for. It, it might be macabre actually, <laughs> but macabre. um, but I just I just loved it. I just loved it. I found it to be Wednesday. incredibly endearing too. What's it on, Omar? Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Okay, yeah. maybe I'll yeah. check that out. And then I really like uh, Chainsaw Man. And Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man, yeah. So Chainsaw Man is like an anime where <laughs> this guy is like, um, you know, chilling, and he has a pet uh, demon, um, and it's a, it's a world where demons exist, and his particular demon was kind of like a puppy, but it had a chainsaw coming out of it. Anyway, long story short is they both kind of die, and the puppy saves them, so they integrate their DNA. So, so he becomes a chainsaw man because the puppy's basically inside of him now. And so when he gets really upset, he can like pull a ripcord from his chest, and a chainsaw comes out of both of his hands and his face. Is this so based on a true story? <laughs> well, and then they and they fight demons in the show, and there's like a, a task force. It's set in it's set in Tokyo. That's like really, really. I love that one. That's that's really good. Chainsaw yeah, Man sounds right. like a winner. Yeah, yeah that's uh, interesting. That's and I really it. like um, the Uh-oh. patient. What's oh the yeah, I did see that. I don't know that I one saw either. That. It's uh, Steve Carell. Yeah, with Steve Carell. Yeah, where he plays a, uh, a a a therapist who is kidnapped by one of his patients who happens to be a serial killer. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's a TV show. Yeah, yeah. on Hulu as well. Oh, I'd watch that. I'd watch. And he that. but but he hold, he has him captive until he can help him um, become a better person. Kind of like a misery. Yeah. Yeah. Remember misery? Kind of. Yeah. 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 It's very similar. Okay. Right. So uh, I. It was so who had the best ones, Dave? Is, is there a competition? It's, about, it's, it's my I? turn. It's my turn. It's, Dave hasn't Uh-oh. said anything. I'll yet. tell you the best ones because I'm going to tell you mine. Um, <laughs> I mean, Josh's were basically like every TV show that's the most popular show Josh liked. You didn't right, ask right. what the most obscure show was that you loved. I'd you asked say, what was no, your favorite? I know yeah. Which one you liked? Yeah. Josh well, it does. Is like represents middle America. Sorry. You, it, it reflects <laughs> your personalities. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll start with movies first because I did have a hard time. I could only come up with five that I even that I would put on a list. It's so, amazing you came up with that many. I, I did uh, look up on Rotten Tomatoes and they're all ranked in the high 80s to 90s. So I, I'm also <laughs> not flying against the grain. But uh, there's a clear winner with the movie. But just to uh, I thought the Batman movie was pretty good. Didn't see it. Uh, I watched this movie, Barbarian, which is a horror movie, which was really fun. Didn't see uh, it. Prey is the um, oh, you told us about Predator that. was excellent. Yeah. Didn't see and it. then the top two, and this would have been the top one in any other year, was Everything Everywhere All at Once. 
I'm never heard of it. You guys have to see that. It's it's excellent. It's, I haven't watched that one yet, and I'm really. I've never even heard it. of it. I love her, Michelle Wu. Yo, I think. Yo. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my son watched it. It's his favorite movie of all time, I think. So, uh, okay. it's great. I'll but my out. number one movie of the year by far. It's the only movie I've seen twice in decades. Is Top Gun. Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Gun. Still, so the music. The oh, I still haven't just, seen it. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I'll watch um, it. But for TV shows, I had so many. I have a top 10. A top 10? Yeah. So tell me if you've seen. So uh, number 10 is The Rehearsal. Loved it. Yeah. Nathan, yeah. Nathan Fielder. Nathan Fielder. That's you watch it. Nathan. Have you ever seen uh, his, his, his first show, Nathan, for you? I Nathan have started. Yeah, Great. that's my uh, travel. Rehearsal is the most, it's the most awkward. He is so good at those awkward conversations. He is a genius who he's could genius. think of this who could yeah. think of this it's well amazing. you have to wonder if that what he's doing is is staged in some way is that all real because it's so awkwardly weird yes that i love but it's i think it's yes. real yes oh man for our listeners uh, this is a gentleman named nathan fielder and he just does this kind of like pseudo reality experimental society type of uh situation and, and his latest one's called the rehearsal yeah well, it's on he, hbo it's very good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It would take a long time to describe it. We don't have. Yes, it would. It would definitely actually. check it out. Number nine is Andor. That's the Star Wars. Yep, the, uh, right. That was great. Uh, eight is Better Call Saul. Yeah. Seven is uh, Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings show. Oh, I like that. Okay. Really good. Uh, number six, Blackbird. It's an Apple TV show. It's about this guy that's put into prison to try to get a, a serial killer to uh, admit he's killed these people. Oh. Uh, Blackbird. Uh, White Lotus. Have you watched this? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard good. a ton I about season it. One. Yeah, uh, it's good. great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, number four, The Bear. I, didn't the, watch that. that's a, that's about the I have chef, one right? friend who raves about that show and another friend who hates it. Uh, it's it's great. I think you guys would love it. Uh, number three is Severance. Yeah, yeah I heard that's TV. really good. I heard yep. that's good. Uh, number two. This one is, I think, uh, uh, my one of my favorites, but it's probably not anyone's list is uh, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. I gotta yeah. tell you, that was such a great show, and the the actor they got for Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson is yeah. unbelievable. He can yeah, play he's basketball. Good. He's like six nine. He's good. He's good. And he looks like Magic Johnson. It's yeah. crazy. And my number one is House of Dragon. I thought House of Dragon. Yes, it's great. Awesome. It's fantastic. Uh, so. Absolutely fantastic. That is about as uh, middle aged white guy list as I can think of. It's uh, Man is better than all those shows. Yeah, is... Death Note was a uh, honorable mention. <laughs> Death Note, dude, Death Note's won awards, by the way. <laughs> Listen, it everything's has. won awards. No, 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 but like, but like real publications, like legit. Yeah. No, well, you I can I, Google it. It's right. quite popular with the tweens. Um, <laughs> no, it's adult anime, dude. That's why it says anime with an okay. A for adult. Well. What? This also leads into my second part of the topic, which I think I can squeeze in here, is um, my wife and daughter are doing a project this Christmas season, holiday season, um, and it is to watch Christmas movies and list. they listed all the different tropes of what you think happen in Christmas movies. And then they like those lifetime movies, those like Hallmark, yeah. Hallmark crappy movies. My wife, they have they have covered quite a few movies. Oh, I won't terrible. say how many, but there are quite a few. But they put on the tropes that they think are in, and then they've tracked them, yeah. and they've gotten to the uh, top tropes of Christmas movies. Wow. So um, so I'm, I'll read them off to you, and you can when tell me. When you say tropes, think. do you mean like trope meaning like, well, they, they, they hate each other in high school, and the one comes back? Exactly. Uh, to the ta- that's what you mean. Okay. A right. repeatable. Yes, yes. Repeatable storyline. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. So – and Go then ahead. I'd be curious if you can think of any other. So uh, – I don't know if these are in particular, but a work trip, yeah. you know, some stuck up person's going on a work trip and yes. uh, has come up. Uh, people who are enemies become lovers. Yes, that's that's, that's half of them. Uh, you always have a wise old person yeah. uh, yes. in there. Uh, small town, <laughs> last small town. Always small town. Uh, meddling family. Yes. You have to have meddling family in there. Yeah. Um, so a happy ending. That's that's I can't that's all of them. dark. Yeah. Christmas that's every movie, single yeah. one of them. That's you're betting a thousand on that one. Um, a Except couple Chainsaw f- Man Christmas. That one ended poorly. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, couple falls in love. That's uh, that's everyone. Couple miscommunication. Miscommunication, which I always like miscommunication. If someone talks about uh, Three's Company, I always say, uh, <laughs> yeah. did you see that one episode where they have Jack gets confused on miscommunication and something? Yeah. 
bad happens. That, that's every eighty sitcom. Have you like <laughs> one person's saying something and the other person thinks they're talking about something that they're not talking about? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's, that's every eighty sitcom episode. Yes. Uh, Dead Mother, unfortunately. Yeah, Dead the, Mother. Yeah. The Dead Mother must not be at the end of the movie, otherwise you wouldn't have a beginning. Happy... Beginning. Yeah. And that's Disney too, by the way. A lot of Disney movies, dead parents. Yeah, almost every is single. Yes, parent. you're right. Yes, right. Especially from like uh, Little Mermaid on, Bambi Even, started it. Well, Finding Nemo, they they murder the the, the, the mother the, for first scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, special item. Special item. Uh, what is that? I mean? guess that might be a Christmas gift or uh, oh, okay something. Uh, uh, and then uh, impending huge life decision. That's yeah, uh, always fun. Always so. Um, yeah. You what well, you you know what you left off of there? All right, yeah, that's uh, any more. Yes, always one person who just hates the holidays is a big curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And one. then by yeah. the end they come around. Right, right. Well, and there's always a bully. Bully's bully a good one too. Yeah, good. That's yeah. a good one too. Right, gets their come up. My favorite Christmas movie of all time by far is Just Friends. I don't even know what that is. Just Who's... Friends. You know that movie? You haven't watched it? Oh yeah. my God! The best Christmas movie of all time You're is so Die lucky. Hard, and and no one can. Uh, uh, Die Hard is is where I have this too. Just Friends is with Ryan Reynolds. No, I'm not going to watch it. You it's already lost so, me. No, it's, it's no, this is before he became like really well known. It's really really good. You would yeah. love Josh. No, I wouldn't. It sounds terrible. He, is Matt Damon in it? No. Then I'm but not he plays it. a uh, you know character where in high school he was just really overweight and pimply. And then when he got out of high school, he became super handsome, but he still has all those insecurities. Anyway, he, he ends up having to go back to town. And he, actually, you know who's in it, um, who is hilarious? I bet you guys both love her, is Anna Ferris. She's so good in it. Oh, she is that right? Is she, she the main? like a Britney Spears kind of character. Oh, man, she's so good. It's such I, a- I mean, this, this is just this is the, one of the worst conversations I've ever had in my life. That sounds terrible. That sounds awful. That's a Christmas movie story, that though. That sounds terrible. That's like every uh, teen movie where the the girl is like a dorky girl and they give her a makeover. And now now she's like, you know, hot by the end. And, do, you think, and, do you think Josh's brand is like the hater? He just hates everything. I do hate a lot of stuff. I'm not going to yeah. lie about that. I was yeah, thinking yeah. about this earlier, is, even before you mentioned that. Dave, yeah, I do hate a lot of stuff. List of the things that Josh yeah. says he hates. Yeah. <laughs> I hate way more things stuff I, than I like, love. Things you like. Things you yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, we're not the only ones that don't like Just Friends. The Rotten Tomato score is forty-two percent. It's a it's a crap movie, and I've never seen it. Look, you guys watch House of Dragons, and you know every day House and of every the Dragon. popular TV show. Listen, yeah, don't Top Gun. I, I'm I'm being objective. You don't have to get defensive. Uh, and, and by the way, the, the, speaking of this, Christmas Vacation, you know, was a good movie the first seven times I saw it. Now it's like they're playing it over and over. Just and Friends over. is still awesome. And, and by the way, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a one-to-one correlation with you guys in terms of fitting what you guys like with movies. It's pretty close. What? Yeah, it's pretty, it's if pretty it's close. If it's below 20, it usually is bad. It's above 80. It's usually pretty good. I have rarely mm. – now, if it's in between, I've had some that I like and some that I don't. But uh, if it's high – it's it's not a the bad o- – The only time it loses me is on, like, dumb comedy because I, lo- I love a really dumb comedy, uh, and it usually gives them just bad friends. grades. Well, well that sounds uh, like- that's – that yeah, that's a know. good point. I'm telling you, Josh, you'll love it. It's, it's not gonna so happen. So good. It's not gonna happen. So good. It's not right. gonna happen. Uh, I just what, for my Christmas present this year, Josh, from you. Can you watch that movie for me? That's the Christmas present. Yeah, I'd like mm. you to watch it. I'll send you something. <laughs> <laughs> we already watched Death Note. I have to say, Elf is my favorite Christmas movie. Elf is is really Elf's good. really good too. Elf is fine. I you don't guys love have Elf. no curiosity, huh? I'm telling you, it's my it. favorite movie. Oh, I feel like yeah. I have I'll, no curiosity whatsoever. I'll the way you up. described it. No, oh my, my God, God it's it. so good. You didn't sell it well at all. It's so good. Even thinking about it, maybe I'll watch. I don't it like rom coms. I'm not a rom com guy. But it's not the traditional rom com. Sounds like it is. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Well, speaking of like the comedy, I was looking at my list of TV shows and movies. None of them are comedies. Mm. Like I and if I pick a TV show, like I'm ready yeah. to lock down on one. I don't want a comedy. I I want. I guess White Lotus would be the closest to being funny. Um, no, there's certain I guess rehearsal. That, maybe yeah, rehearsal is a comedy. The rest are not. I mean, rest are serious shows. Dramas, right? yeah, yeah. So it's funny that seems I always gravitate to. Even though yeah. I want to watch. I guess if I want to laugh, I just go to a stand-up comedian. Like yeah. I, the situational comedy doesn't do or old or old sitcoms that we grew up on. 
I'll watch The Office. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. All right. Who wants to go next here? I can go. All right. So before I go, though, I want to tell you guys something. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. You know this thing with um, the FTX guy? Yes. Yeah. So, and the woman who ran the other Alameda, Caroline Ellison. Okay. Yep. So right. for people, for people, for our listeners, this is the uh, crypto uh, firm that just went bankrupt with the guy who's going to go to prison, Sam Bankman Freed. Just and we should we should recognize that FTS is not yes. linked in any way. We to are yes. not affiliated. They're completely unaffiliated. Yeah. Yes. The FTX, the fraudulent uh, crypto. We were talking about FTX, and my daughter was like, "Why do you keep talking about your podcast at, during work time?" I was like, "No, we were different." Different. Yeah. So, so, um, anyway, there's two main sort of like vision who are known to be like the potential culprits, Sam SBF and also Caroline Allison. Um, so, um, she just hired a defense attorney, right? Okay. It's been in the news, whatever. My point is my sister's best friend 20 years ago, uh, was a prosecutor named Stephanie and Stephanie was her amazing, funny, hilarious, super smart, and was always madly in love with Matt Lauer. <laughs> okay, and Matt love Matt Lauer. This is twenty years ago. What a tangle yes. web this is. This is pre uh, creepy Matt Lauer. Yeah, this is pre him putting locks on the doors. Yes. So uh, my dad, you know, because he grew up, you know, he we moved over here from from Pakistan. You know, he has trouble saying the name Stephanie, so he'd always call her E Stephanie. E Stephanie, hello E Stephanie, how are hmm. you? E Stephanie. So but one he day, couldn't say Stephanie, but he correct. could say E Stephanie. E Stephanie. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. So anyway, one day Stephanie's visiting my parents. I'm there and Matt Lauer's on the screen and Stephanie's gushing on about him. And my dad goes to her, E Stephanie, Matt Lauer is not going to marry you. Why would why would Matt Lauer marry you, E Stephanie? Why? And it was a hilarious moment. Anyway, long story, long story short, today E Stephanie is Caroline Ellison's defense attorney. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Stephanie Bacon. Uh, yeah, that's that's what does that do with Matt Lauer? Story is is it not a good so, story? It's, it's, <laughs> no, it's all over the place. I'm trying to it, find the link. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Well, you mentioned uh, we talked about TV <laughs> earlier, so yeah, is that where that came from? Yeah, you have two two. Uh, so you tied it in with Matt Lauer? I don't know. My brain doesn't work properly sometimes. No, it's not. I it's get not I get well. to my topic though. Is your topic so, about Al Roker? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, when you go to holiday parties or parties in general, yes. uh, there's to me, there's there's two camps, right? People who go to go to enjoy them or people who go to enjoy them by being cynical about them and the behavior of people mm. at these events. Interesting. Right. So, like, I, I, I wrote down some things that really bother me and at these things. And um, and and I wanted to talk to you guys about it and see how you guys would handle it and or how you feel about them. OK. Right. So. So n number one is. um. Uh, um, when someone's talking and giving a speech, right? Yep. Um, uh, people who are talking in the background. I don't like uh, that. I hate and, that. It's I hate so that. rude. Very rude. And, and so, okay, so, okay, so how do you guys handle it? What do you do? Usually ignore it. Are you a it. shusher? Nah, usually ignore it, unless it gets so disruptive. So you've never shushed before? Well, you got to start with the stare, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, got to do the then look back. Then you make back. the obvious stare. Do the look back. You know, yep, yep. Yep. You got to go there. And then, yeah, that jump to like, hey, hey, yeah, shh. That's tough. It's a big jump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's one, right? And yeah. another one is, um, this is, this was, um, this happened to me um, a few times last week. Well, you know, they gave out hors d'oeuvres, you know? And, and heaven forbid, if it's anything ever like chicken saute or with like peanut sauce or shrimp or whatever, because people eat these things. You know, because it's free, so it's like you know, and then they come up to you and they get they close talk you, and they're right in your face, and you can yeah. just smell the food. Yeah. It's yeah. so yeah. offensive. Yeah. And so how but, do you? I I always think I'm like, hey, easy, easy, take a step back. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I can't do that. I can't. Yeah. I, I I knew two people in my life who were close talkers, and it's it's forget about them eating anything. Just the close talking in general. It's so it's so disruptive to your just. Just, just to your being, it's it's so disorienting that they're that close to you. I don't like it. But do you give any grace to someone if if they're a close talker and you're in a crowded room and they don't, or like if, if I'm elevator, talking and there's if not I'm crowded. on the subway or the elevator, then yeah. But if I'm in a room where there's no reason to be that close, it's really just it's 
it's disturbing in a way. I like actually shushed somebody in, in an elevator um, uh, recently. You're back to the shushing? Yeah. Well, I'm saying I, I call out I call out behavior a lot, and including the whole breath thing. I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah. I think that's hard. Some people are just close talkers. I don't think they're aware. They're Can't self-aware. You, do you start with ba- backing off first, or do you yes. go right to like back yes. up? You, well, you hold just, on. We're talking take about some, take some steps. I'm talking that about they when they actually eat something. I mean, that close talking only obviously amplifies it. But if it is that chicken saute at, at uh, you know at the bar, and they want to talk to you about you know Stranger Things, Josh, <laughs> right? <laughs> I have no bid. I have no interest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd I'd go to the bathroom. Yeah, I think yeah, I would. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I, I don't think I've dodge. ever done that. I don't think I've ever said some, something to but someone. You guys have like, smelled food on people's breath at these things. Of course. Of course. I mean, There's I don't with, understand. It was just bad breath no, Actually, general. I just had an idea. I'm going to have an event where I had hand out hors d'oeuvres, and they're only going to be hors d'oeuvres that, that when you after you eat them, you have really like, this pungent breath. It's going to be nothing <laughs> but happens. garlic cloves. <laughs> be a great party. Right, garlic cloves. And do it in a very small room. <laughs> exactly. No ventilation. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right. And the third thing, which happened last night, is I was at this this uh, this this party and this fancy party that my friend got us invited to, and um, you know, I was trying to be like Barry Sanders at those things, but I never quite pull it off. Do, do you know what I mean when I say that? No. You try so to Barry, uh, bob, bob and weave. No, no, we're Barry Sanders, who's, who's a I think he's the greatest running NFL running back in the history of the game. One up. Um, whenever he scores, I, I think he's the greatest. But whenever he would score touchdowns, he would never celebrate. He would just hand the ball, ah, the ball yes, yes, to yes. the referee because yeah. he's been there. He's like, I'll be back. No big deal. Right. Um, so it, it usually wildly fails when I'm in that, that mentality. But last night they were serving caviar. And do you guys eat caviar? No, I don't like it. No, not regularly. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I don't like it. I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's That's not my snack. Not yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I, nor do I. Right. And I didn't grow up eating caviar, but when it's free, it's pretty good. You know. <laughs> so, so they had these little, like, beautiful little tortilla things where you put the caviar on top of yeah. this, and this, these multiple dishes of like honey and mustard and Dijon, whatever the heck else. And there's one woman gets in front of the of the counter where they're serving it, right in the center of it. And it basically commandeers the station, making eight to ten different things. Wow! And so I'm like, I'm like, this isn't going to work. I mean, That's this aggressive. Is, and everyone's really dressed up because, like, whatever. It's holidays, and I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, she's kind of like commandeering this. She's not running this event. Yeah. So there was another spoon in the caviar in the caviar bowl. Mm-hmm. So I started using that, and I was just literally taking caviar with one spoon, putting it on a tortilla, and giving it to people. I must have given out like seven to eight. Right. To people I knew who, who wanted some. Yeah. Well, she's still doing this. And then she goes over to me and she's like offended. Like she's annoyed. <laughs> what like, she say to you? She's like, you know, I, I'm almost done. You know, if you could just wait a little longer. I'm like, well, there are two spoons in here for a reason. Yeah. This isn't there's a single spoons. serve, single serve thing. I mean, there's a line of people behind you. They're starving. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. For she, saying she didn't find that. that funny. But I like I was, uh, you know, and then obviously the best part of that was uh, we got to talk about her for the next 20 minutes. When yeah. We sat down. Yeah, I do like that. That's That's that is definitely the best part. When something, see, when something goes on like that that annoys me, I always have to remind myself this is going to be great to talk about. So um, I should be happy that it happened. Yeah, you instantly establish who the Frank Burns is in the situation. (laughs) I always go back to that. Mash is you got to have someone to kind of point out, make fun of, and yeah, it it brings the rest of the group together. It's uh, so. She became quickly the Frank Burns of the situation, and and hopefully you took advantage of it. Yeah, probably I not a great moments. life lesson. Otherwise, but... it's just another boring event. I want something to happen like that. I actually want, I yeah, want like chaos. Yeah, yes, right. you do, but to a certain extent. Not that it's yeah. overwhelming chaos. You just want normal societal minor chaos. Right. I like that I, as well. Yeah, you need a little a little drama. Yeah, is 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 good. Yeah. But speaking, when you mentioned or uh, hors d'oeuvres, I. It reminded me of a story when I used to work at the bank. You could call to the the lunch area to find out what's on the hot menu, right? And uh, there would be lunch ladies there that would make the the food, whatever. And so they would always have an hors d'oeuvre bar, and they would say on the hors d'oeuvre bar today is whatever. And one day they said on the hors d'oeuvre bar is uh, Chinese oris divorce. 
And we realized that they said that they knew what hors d'oeuvres were like in theory, but when they saw it written out, they didn't realize they that didn't was realize the actual word. So they saw Chinese oh, words. That's cute. And we thought that was really funny. That's so. hilarious. Yeah. So that's why I want to tell you. Where's the boars? <laughs> and, the other, and the last thing is about these things. Everybody's always doing great. You know, no, everybody's always sure. fantastic. And like, like I don't Christmas like letter. to be, it's just, I, it's, it's like, come on. What, I don't want to hear how you, I, I'm not doing great. I'm not doing great. Is that like, what you want? You, you go, hey, how are you doing? It's it's just a colloquialism. It's it's really not meant for someone. To, no, when no, you say, no. hey, that's, how are you doing? That's when you're walking down the hall when you see somebody. Hey, how are you? Great. This is when you're in an engaged conversation. Uh, all right, all right. How grateful they are. And it's just, Do you want it's someone so to go cool. into the to their life miseries? Well, if it's interesting, yeah. <laughs> that's no. a good question. If someone, so you're at a party, each of you, no. and someone says, "How are you doing?" What is your what it's is holiday your cards, Josh? They, that, that that you don't like it's the same no, thing no, how are you doing doesn't mean that you have to start bragging about yourself everyone all, does that though that's my point I, okay that's fine they're i don't not like bragging they're I saying like how that. happy they are and i'm like okay ah, but that's fine on. it's quick and, and it's and dirty and then you get and, like, into other stuff bruise under your, your left eye right i mean stuff like that right yeah right what do you want think, <laughs> my my go-to right now would be i'm doing good but i'll tell you 20 i'd be glad when 22 is over it's but it's been kind of a tough year i think i would say something real like that that's like, fine. oh, if that was like, oh, really? Like, and I'd probably go, well, the markets, the Packers, like, and then, then you're off and running. See, that's even that from you, David. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, I think. Okay, that's but right. what do you want? Where do you want me to go? go? Yeah, I'm all right. My bursitis is acting up. Is that what you want to hear? You want to hear all no, that stuff? You know, I'd like to hear like the, what's the, worst, up, thing, what's the worst thing that happened yeah. to you this year <laughs> that you recovered from? That's fine. That's a good, that's a good conversation to have. Okay. I'm when gonna you ask asking someone, how are you doing? I don't expect them to go into a whole Larry David everything that's shitty about what just about you and your life. I don't expect yeah. that. I if you listen, I, someone not, wants listen, to do I'm that. Not a, and, I'm not a small talk. You, Josh, you love your small talk. I I just can't do it. Yeah, I can. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, yeah. You're but not I, a I, if it was a person, a friend who I haven't seen in a while, how are you doing? I think I yeah, I'd want to just be great. How are you? I I think I kind of add a little bit to it to like start the. But he's he's talking about a party setting. Am I wrong here, Omar? Yeah, you're, I'm a, not, you're not. You're engaging with people that you know super well. In a yeah, you're they talking about a party meeting. setting of like. Yeah, hey, I can hey, see. Oh. Yeah, you, you're standing. You're holding yeah. your drinks, right? You've yeah. got hors d'oeuvres. Someone comes out. How you can doing? Can we actually make a still. pact right now that then when we meet someone over the holidays at a party, you at least ask that question once to somebody? You always. What do you? No, 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 no. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you this year that you've recovered from? Sure, I'll make a pact, and I don't have to be held to it. That's no problem. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what's the pact again? Where you simply asked, ask that question to one person. What's the worst thing that's happened to you in 22? That you recover from, yeah. Well, you hope that, that you, you recover from. from. Okay. All yeah. right. Hopefully, hopefully right. they don't say that their mom died or something. That would that would. Well, see, wrong. that's the problem. You're going to open up Pandora's box. We'll say, okay, besides death. Oh, you have to say besides death. Yeah, yeah. you have now, the caveats. Getting, on. Now and it will get an interesting answer. The failures are much more interesting than everyone's doing great. That's I mean, true. I agree with you. I like to hear. I like to hear misery. What's the worst thing that's happened to you? But don't make it dark. Don't yeah. make it dark. <laughs> like lighthearted. What's the worst thing that's happened to me this year? Um... <laughs> oh wait, we didn't ask you. <laughs> I thought you already yeah. told us the caviar story. <laughs> <laughs> You lost your friend who doesn't like. Uh, we didn't start the fire. Yeah, right. No, actually, you want to? I didn't tell you guys this. I saw him last week. And, <laughs> no. Yeah. And? and I saw him at a lunch in D.C. And I, you know, and I, I did another Mia culpa. Is that, is, that is that is that wait is that the person who married? Uh, that's Woody? Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. <laughs> You're thinking of Mia Farrow. Okay, Mia Mia culpa. Yeah. Mia, Mila, culpa Mila Kunis married Ashton Kutcher. Okay, Mia Kuna, Mia culpa, <laughs> right. Mia Farrow. There you um, go. And I think he, I think he bought it. Okay, oh, good. He, well, not now if he listens to this because you well, just, I, my <laughs> sincerity was authentic. Well, you said he bought it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it, it was meaning a, you sold him a bag of goods. I was nervous when I was talking to him, but he seemed okay. Yeah. All right, good. I'm glad you patched things up. That's yeah. Because you threw him under the bus. So and you by went the up way, to him, you said you went up to him and said, "Hey, listen, I just want to once again want to say we're sorry <laughs> for." No, actually, Talking something happened at this Joel. event, and tell me if this is inappropriate behavior, okay? Somebody had a 30-person lunch, okay, at the restaurant in Washington, D.C. Yeah. I got there uh, five minutes pretty much on time, right? People were just beginning to enter. The restaurant already had all the food, buffet-style, laid out on a long table. Okay. It's, it's chicken wings. It's pizza. It's yep. burgers. Good stuff. Okay? Yep. Now, what do they all have in common, all those things? 
fat content. But they all are served warm, like David's phone call to the cafeteria. Yes. When he was in fifth grade or whatever. So my point is, after about, I don't know, five minutes, ten minutes. Aren't aren't they on a hot plate? It's not on a hot plate? No hot plates. And Uh, people are just, people are there for a few hours. That's no good. And the food's out there. So I'm like, I see people eating it. I'm like, I'm not eating that. So I go to the bar. I go, hey, can I have a pepperoni pizza? On the, on the, it's going to go on the check, right? They go, yeah, put it on there. And I that have a fresh pizza served to me. Is, now, is that inappropriate behavior? Yes. Yes. 100%. And yes. Why? The exact same food that they're giving you, you over the buffet. No, but it's cold. The pizza is cold. You're giving a big F you to the host. Yes. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Ask, ask the people there to heat it up. Not get you. No, That's no, what you're doing. One, one was going, I don't want on. your peasant food. Yeah. Cold. I'll get my own and food. And the burgers. Thanks, I mean, no you'd want to have reheated burgers. No, no one wants to, but it's what society dictates. You but, take but, it, you suck it up, and you eat it, and you walk so, out. So you wouldn't have said you wouldn't have ordered anything fresh. No, no. Well, no. you're nuts. And by the way, there was a line of people behind me who We're wanted nuts? a slice. I told I'm her sure. One. I'm sure you, they did want a slice. Ruined the party. No. Yeah. Ridiculous. I ruined the party. <laughs> you probably did. Yeah, you gotta stick with the rules when you've accepted yeah. the no, invitation. No, the rules—they're always fucking you in these places. Always, <laughs> always. Unbelievable. All right, it's completely true. All right. Well, I, I'm mining the clock. Josh, you want to go yeah. with your topic? Yeah. So uh, this this blew my mind, by the way, and I'm wondering if it's going to blow your mind or if I'm just very naive. So I had a, a good friend of mine over uh, the other day. Um, he's a, a dentist by profession. And we're just catching up, and he's telling me a story. He had a uh, patient that came in, and the patient said that um, they saw another dentist, and the dentist told them that they had uh, – Omar, are you still there? This yes, is, I'm here. Okay. They, the, the dentist said, uh, you have 10 cavities. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And that, that person said, okay, um, thank you, and then left without doing anything, and then went and saw my buddy, made an appointment with my buddy. and. He said he looked at her and, uh, at, uh, you know, uh, and said, no, you have no cavities. Really? Yes. And I said to my buddy, I'm like, wow, that's really crazy. What a crazy story. He goes, you know what? That's a really common story. That's incredibly common. I said, what do you mean it's incredibly common? He goes, he goes you would be surprised how many oh dentists, God. how many dentists falsify cavities just for revenue. And they're just filling teeth just because they can. And I'm like, really? Are you serious? He goes, he goes, he has. That's not even the only story he has like that. He has another one. The guy that came in, this dentist told me he had six cavities. It's like, thanks. uh, I'm gonna go get another opinion. And my buddy looked at him. He had none, none. So he told me. I said, how? What do you what do you think? How many dentists out there doing this? He goes, his estimate, a third. Over a third of dentists. Falsify cavities for revenue. And I'm like, this threw me for the biggest loop when he told me the story. Because wow. I don't know about you guys, but I have like, there's certain like professions and, and services where you just have blind trust. Of course. Because right. you kind of have to. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on in my tooth, in my, my mouth. Maybe like a tooth hurts. That's fine. I could understand that that might be associated with yeah. cavities. But, you know, to go in there and your dentist to tell you, like, if I went in, I've been to my dentist, same dentist for a ridiculous number of years. And it's someone I trust. And if I went in and he told me, hey, you have four cavities, I would be shocked. But I wouldn't go to another dentist. I'd be like, oh, my God, I have four cavities? Really? I don't feel anything. All right, fill them. That's what I was saying. It's never been like on like uh, 60 minutes or something. That's my point. It's never been like a 20 minute There's there's very few experiences that are as miserable as um, going to the dentist and having your teeth drilled. No, I should get the gas. (laughs) If they had a spokesperson for the gas, I would be, I'd sign up. That makes the whole thing pleasurable. But I said, but I said, I said to him, I'm like, I don't understand how this goes on. He goes, you know, you have to think of it like this is a business and it's people's livelihood and just, they want to, they want to sell product. And, uh, they're just some people who just cheat to get revenue and they think, uh, yeah, that's terrifying. Isn't that amazing? And I, my mind was blown. And then I started thinking like, what other professions do I just trust blindly where probably this is going? Car mechanics? Well, car mechanics you don't trust blindly. Yeah, car mechanics are cheats. Right. You have Every to time have I go in my trust. car, my tires need to be changed. I could have just bought new tires. 
and you, and, you I, I know nothing. Fish. I know nothing about my car. They could be like, "Yeah, oh, you need a new whip and spoke." I'm like, "Okay, we'll put in a new whip and spoke." I don't know what the hell that is. Just do it. <laughs> you know, financial advisors. Financial right? No, I don't trust them either. But my dentist, well, my dentist experiences. I moved to St. Louis. Uh, they said, "Well, I was like root canal." cavities yeah. like they it's like i'd never seen a dentist i've been going to see my dentist in madison every six months religiously but i did have a tooth in the back that was actually like have it was a big problem and i don't know how my dentist in madison missed it so i thought all right fair enough i think i had a bad dentist in madison and a good dentist here in st louis but or maybe it was the opposite well i don't know but yeah. ever since i've been at this dentist is constantly pushing the uh teeth white whitening Ah. And the uh, night guard, they want to constantly push that night guard. It's like, I would rather yeah. Yeah. have problems with my teeth later than not be able to sleep because I've got, you know, a mouth guard in or some <laughs> trash on my face. Right. But then here's the kicker is after every time I go to my dentist, they're always follow up with emails asking me to do a survey and please recommend them on Facebook, Instagram, like aggressively trying to get yeah. me to like, say something on Facebook. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, this makes me feel more like a business than a medical profession when they are pushing the reviews and stuff like that. So You don't want your doctor selling you undercoating. Yeah, I don't need cross-selling, right. Yes, you don't want that. Just I trust you to tell me what's wrong with me if there is something wrong and then you have a solution for it. Don't sell me a whole bunch of other crap that I that I don't need or or that was so disturbing when we had that conversation. I'm like, my God, That's if you can't disturbing. trust, if you can't I'm, trust I'm your going dentist, ask my brother-in-law. He's a dentist. There you go. Ask your brother-in-law because I'm really curious. But that blew my mind. So I, I, I'm glad you guys. Well, I'm not glad, but I'm glad that you guys have the same reaction because I thought, am Who I cannot? in the dark? Am I That's in the insane? Th-? Yeah, it's insane, right? Can you imagine ten think- cavities and you have none? Well, think of all doctors. I mean, every service yes. that you come in for. It would, you know, could you overprescribe? I had, I got hit in the eye one time in college and I went in to this retinal specialist and you know what he recommended? Retinal surgery. Like, retinal surgery. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, you've got, uh, it, it, do I need it? You don't need it, but it, you know, you could have a torn <laughs> retina, separated retina if you don't let it go. Well, it's possible maybe everyone could. I didn't want to do it. I ended up getting, and it was on both eyes, by the way. Oh my god! It was gosh. like I hit one eye, and he recommended I get surgery on both. And I've always wondered, that makes like, no sense. did I need that? That was so painful. But I wonder if it was like, look, I need my pay off my new boat. Did you get it done? I got both done. Yeah, you the did. Most painful thing I've ever experienced. And they it was poured probably a huge bill for him. I, I'm sure they yeah. poured liquid nitrogen in my eye to seal up the tears I had. Oh the, my god! Which is why we have floaters. That's I guess the result of like small tears in your retina. He. Went in on both eyes. He corrected whatever they were, and it's fine now, I guess. But I always wondered, was that sort of a, well, you're here. I've got machines. Right. I have time. Uh, right. Let's, it's let's a, re- a, a revenue, just like, and, you know, that's the that's the disturbing part. It's like you just don't know because none of us know what the hell is in our bodies, and they right. could tell us something. They're like, you need this or you need to do that, and you just have to, 100% of the time, I go, okay. Yeah, I do too. No problem. I'll yeah. do it. Whatever it is, do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting idea of a shopping for your dentist. Yes. Don't you, you ever like you just either if you know somebody, someone recommended, and you land and you stay, right? Like I've never changed dentists. Never, never changed dentists. That's exactly right. I've never changed my dentist. Now I've had two or one cavity my entire life, so it's not like he's jobbing me on cavities. But he did try to do like a gummy. He's like, you should have like you have a little bit of recession in your gums. Maybe you should do this gum surgery where we bring it down. I'm, I'm going. Do I need to do that? Yeah. Actually, Josh, you're you're a little gummy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not gummy. That's the problem. I need more gum. <laughs> I brush too hard, but I do know I brush too hard. I brush like a like a, a psychopath. So they want to do surgery for because your gums are low, too low. So I have receding gums, receding gums, yeah. because I brush too hard. Okay. And so this was a while ago. And I, I brush with a regular toothbrush and I just like go to town and I brush for so long too, by the way, I like, I'm like, I'm, yeah, there's something wrong with me. Like my wife and I will start brushing at the same time and she'll be done and I'll, I'll keep going for another minute, minute and a half. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so my dad just says, you know, you should probably switch to a, um, like an oral B, like a, a, um, a power toothbrush, uh, toothbrush. Just so, let it do its work. Yeah. Yeah. Let it do its work. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And so I did, but 
I still catch myself like using it like it's a normal toothbrush where I'm digging in, even though it's 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 a it's a power toothbrush. <laughs> you know, it's I can't help myself. I just can't do it. And so he's like, well, maybe you should have this procedure where we we bring your gums down. I'm like, really? Do I need to do that? That sounds yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, the the day that you start to push back against your doctor, like I'm yes. not doing that. It's it's like a maturing moment, or uh, you're you know your own body, and you can say no well, and just accept everything. But at least I can Something see my can. gums if it's on okay, your inside. Okay, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You can't I've see never your actually insides. seen the Earth round. I just been those pictures could be doctored. Who knows? But a cavity is almost in a way. It's like it's like the perfect crime, because it's like. It's not a big deal to get a cavity filled. Right. You know what I mean? And at the same time, you're like, all right, well, whatever. I don't feel it, but I, it's, it's not even worth it money-wise to, to get a second opinion on a cavity. Can't be victimless, though. You're drilling into your tooth. Yes. Well, I asked him that. I, I, so I asked my buddy, I'm like, so does that hurt you, like, if they fill a cavity where you don't have a cavity? He goes, yeah, it's not good. You don't want to do that. It's yeah. a perfectly healthy tooth. There's no reason to do that. Yeah, save it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was um, disturbing. That was a very disturbing thing I, that I discovered that he well, told me about. That's a good public service announcement once Isn't again it? of the podcast. Yeah. Beware of gouging dentists, I guess. Yeah. But, well, look, Omar just got the anal bleaching. I don't think he needed that. That was unnecessary. No. <laughs> right, Omar? No, no, no. No. Oh, it was necessary? You're saying it was necessary? Yeah, yeah, that's a <laughs> double negative. I'm not entering this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good move. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've covered, and we're just about the time that uh, Omar's got to go to Pilates class. Is that oh what I am hearing? Is that amazing? Yeah. What a what a life you lead. Pilates. Yeah. Up in Aspen it's and Saturday. Pilates. Of course. Of course, Saturday. Saturday Pilates. Saturday, you got to be in Aspen for your Pilates class. Yes. That's right. That's what uh, else norm That's normal uh, run-of-the-mill Middle Earth. Type uh, Middle America, not Middle Earth. <laughs> Middle Earth doesn't make sense. <laughs> Middle America. That, now you're back in Lord of the Rings. That's in... right. Uh, anyway, well, thanks everyone. I don't. Are we going to have another episode uh, before the end of the year? We might. Uh... Uh, maybe. Yeah, because we're still we're still a couple weeks out from the end of the year, so maybe we'll have like a New Year's Eve episode. Yeah. So this Something was like your that, holiday special. Yeah, yeah. This was the holiday special. This will be like probably it. repeated every Christmas and Hanukkah and like Elf. What's... What holiday do you celebrate, uh, Omar? Is there a Muslim equivalent for uh, Christmas? No, Eid, but it's not during Christmas. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know what to say about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we, this was your holiday special. Hope you enjoyed it, and we look forward to talking to you next time. See you later, everybody. Uh, yeah. See ya. So you're supposed to smell oh, yeah. you after I go see you. See, see ya. Smell ya. There you go. <laughs>